and welcome to the FEZ show. It is the 13th of May 2020 and this is our 25th show of the FEZ show and somehow we've made it through with nothing really to talk about over these 25 shows. If you've been enjoying watching us idiots talk about Formula E, we absolutely love you. It has been great to see the community growing around this on our Discord channel, which, you know, you can join, come join the fun. There should be a link below and you can click and come and join the fun. But joining me on the show for to celebrate our 25th show is Jack Bickering and Edward Hunter. Morning, boys. Good morning. Yeah, yeah, it's great that we've, we've that we've that we've been going for twenty five shows. So cheers to that. And yeah, I'll put I'll put my collection of ciders back up there. Hold but on, no, Jason. I I would have um yeah I would have loved uh well I was planning to go to Rotterdam today, but obviously that can't happen. So yeah, happy to be here instead. That isn't an open, freshly open brew. Of no, no, no. I had it last night. I've just left it up morning. there. Yeah, morning, no. Jack. I've let, I, I just I just left it up there from last night. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, fair play, fair play. I thought, man, this is. He's, That's right. Twenty fifth. You're like it's the twenty fifth show. Wait, let me just get my collection out. Let's start. No, no, I'll show I'll show I'll, I'll show you the collection after we get off there. But yeah. Oh, don't let me lot. don't let me interrupt. I'm apparently an idiot, so yeah, and what wow. I say doesn't matter. <laughs> we all, we're all idiots, you know. What the hell are we talking about? We're talking about formally trying to, you know, obviously create content for people to watch, enjoy over this coronavirus pandemic. I can't believe we've done 25. Obviously, we've been going now for over a month, so it's pretty decent. I think, you know, and we've had so as I said, we've had so much great feedback. Like um, so many people have enjoyed the shows. As I said, it was great. The community's grown on Discord and you know, people enjoying the content, which is great. And I love that. And as I said, we love you for it. So what we're gonna talk about today is Nelson PK Jr. Because our friends at Inside Electric did a great interview on him, and we're just gonna dissect a little bit of it because there was a little bit that he said was quite interesting. And it sort of links actually to an interview we did with Oliver Turvey quite recently, which will come out in a magazine further down the line but what pk said which was interesting he said it was a mistake staying at next tv for as long as he did and i thought that was interesting and the main thing jack that kept him there was loyalty so now when we spoke to oliver turvey and we asked him what, basically what is one of the main reasons why you've stayed at neo since the end of season one to now and he said loyalty and you know you might want to question those loyalties and maybe Nelson PK Jr. Jack is now questioning whether he should have been as loyal to Next TV as he was back in the day. Well, yeah, I think had, had he stayed at Next TV, which is now Neo, I'd, I'm not sure if he'd be too happy with how his car is performing. But I think, yeah, he. Um, thing is, he uh, he when he jumped to Jaguar, he actually had a decent run of form. I think in when he joined Jaguar, and in season four, after like the first. Four, four or five races, he was top five in the championship and was not far off the lead of this uh, of the series. But then he had about six mechanical problems and dropped to tenth in the championship or something like that in the end. And so he could he could have been a championship contender in season four. It's just that there were other things stopping him in his way. Um, so I think. Um, I think that he 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 was right to move because then because then he still had that competitive angle. But then season five, he just he just was he just didn't have that. Uh, he actually had a run of bad luck as well in terms of in terms of technical problems in season five. But no, I I, I mean he is one of the drivers that I do miss from Formula E the most. But um, 
but I mean, I, I might have a few biases here and there, but still. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think yeah, but yeah, I'd love to see him back in Formula E at some point, either in in a competitive car, because the thing is, I don't think he has lost all his pace. I think just there was just too many problems going on around him at the time. Yeah, so he signed up for Extreme E, so he's part of the Drivers Club for Extreme E, so we might see him back there for, for one of the teams doing that. So he has signed up for that. But what he said is after he won his title, Ed, in season one, is that he did have offers. He had offers on the table. He said, I can't remember who it was, but he said the only two I can really remember was Virgin, which made sense because they had Sam Bird and, you know, Algaswari was sort of not interested, I don't think, or was, you know, was more interested in his music career that was up and coming. And so they had Fabio Lima in, um, in, in London. So they needed a driver. So they went for him. And apparently Venturi also um, went for him as well. But, you know, as he said, that loyalty, he felt, well, this team, you know, got me the championship, you know, worked hard. We're all the same car. Because that's what he said. We all have the same car. So there's no reason why we can't win a championship. We just need to put it together. And once they did manage to put it together, uh, come Long Beach, basically that was the turning point when the team moved from Team China Racing to become Next TV. That's when it sort of put together. And that's when, you know, the run happened for him, for him winning the championship. So it was interesting that he turned down, you know, the chance to go to Virgin or possibly Venturi. Probably Venturi was probably a good one to avoid, you could say. But, you know, Virgin, you know, that could have been a good move for him. Yeah, I think it's easy to forget just how much of a career, um, uh, what's the cul-de-sac really, a career cul-de-sac that PK had sort of found himself into that he, after he left Formula 1, he ended up going to, I think, uh, NASCAR or NASCAR trucks, I think, ended up getting into fights and stuff. And so Next TV or Team China Racing, as it was called back then, was really the only team in Formula e that really took a chance on him and sort of believed in him. So you can sort of understand from that point of view why he would show so much loyalty to them after winning the title with them. Because he did do well. Like, he was the first Brazilian to win a NASCAR race. I think it was on NASCAR, whatever he was in. You know, he won rallycross events um, for what he was doing once he left Formula One. So he was fairly successful, um, which was... Yeah, it's very versatile. So, and probably why he adapted so quickly to Formula E when he came there. But then, Jack, he was like, the team went backwards, like... You know, he said, we didn't take one or two steps back next TV. They took like five or six steps back. Obviously, they made that double motor, the twin motor system, and the car was extremely slow. Well, they just didn't have any efficiency either. It was overweight. And that's when the frustration comes in for Nelson Piquet Jr. And we're speaking now about Nelson Piquet Jr. coming back into the series. But if we were going to say where would Nelson Piquet go, he's going to go to a midfield team probably or a team towards the back that needs to move forward. And straight away, the frustration was there because he's not in a race-winning car. So even though as much as we'd love to see next Nelson Piquet Jr. back, and I'd second that, he'd be frustrated if he had to go to a team in the midfield because he was frustrated about how quickly the team fell back. Well, yeah, I think, um, uh, yeah, I think if he did come back now, he wouldn't have a guaranteed top spot in say, uh, well, one thing that has just popped into my mind, because we've been discussing it a lot over the last couple of weeks, maybe, maybe the Scuderia uh, punt, maybe, maybe sign up for that and then see, see how that goes over a season. If it doesn't work out, then, Ah uh, well, he gave it a shot, but um, but I think, uh, but yeah, I think the thing is we haven't uh, we, we haven't seen the proper Nelson that we saw in season one. We um, when 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 the car went, but when the car's there, 
he is he is like proper right at the front. He can he can do anything, as we saw in season one. And the thing is, he was so efficient with with um uh with uh with getting his car f- further in the race to, uh, to do the car swaps as well. So uh so it's it's there. It can be done for Nelson. It's just that it's it's just that he needs uh, he needs the car and. Yes, I just said that Jaguar season five. I mean, that was a write-off, and Mitch won the first race that he wasn't there for. But um, but uh, but but still, I I I still think that he's still got that pace somewhere. And so, fingers crossed, if he does come back in, then I reckon that he could fight for these top ten positions like he yeah. used to. He he said basically. So I've got it down here. He said basically, we Neo or Next DV made so many steps back that even if they made two steps forward, right, the rest of the field was still making those steps forward. So you know, being able to catch up was very difficult. In an interview, though, I still go back to this, and I asked him this question when he moved to Jaguar, and he didn't really give me an answer, but I sort of expected it. But I wanted to hold him accountable for it because he said, Whoa. "In hold him accountable? Three, what, is he a war criminal?" <laughs> well, that's what you do as a journalist. Yeah. Um, okay. So you hold him accountable in terms of, he said to me at Monaco, Neo in season four, next DV, we're going to be winning races. We're going to be fighting for podiums. You know, the things that we've done to move forward, uh, Jack, has been, has been, you know, incredible. And then he moved to Jaguar. So then I collared him once he moved to Jaguar. Well, why did you move to Jaguar then? You said to me, Neo, um, you know, we're going to start winning races. We're going to start moving forward. And he went, well, the only sort of thing that he sort of told me is, well, things change. Well, yeah, I think, um, well, uh, well, yeah, I think Jaguar were, uh, were on the rise. Uh, they wanted to get a big name in, uh, in their thing. I, I, I'd actually heard from a source that kind of works down in pit lane on the world feed, uh, that, uh, uh, that Sam Bird was the one that was off to Jaguar about, about a few days before it was announced that PK was off. But, um, but yeah, those were the, the those uh, those were like the two big names that were were that were going at it for the seat at Jaguar. But yeah, I, I uh, funnily enough, it came up on my um uh, on my recommended the Monaco interview that you did a couple of years ago, where he said that Jaguar were the uh, Jaguar were no not Jaguar Neo were going to um you know, we're going to fight for podiums season four and um well they did they got Oliver Turvey on a podium uh, in Mexico um. But yeah, I think, uh, and maybe, maybe in, in in an alternate universe, that that maybe Nelson Piquet Jr. had a decent season there. But the thing is, we just we just don't we just don't know. And so, yeah, I, and and so yeah, I think Jaguar felt like the right decision at the time. But yeah, who knows what would have been the actual decision? Because we have to remember, Neo locked out the front row in season three, Hong Kong race one. So, you know, him, Turvey, front row, obviously Carl wasn't as efficient. He moved to Jaguar. I think he just had enough of, of Neo at that time. And he said that the Jaguar move was an impulse. It probably wasn't the right decision. And if he was, if Ed, if he was, didn't go to Jaguar, he'd still be in Formula E now. And, you know, I'm, I, you know, you could believe him on that. Maybe he might not be. Who knows? It's just hypothetical thinking. But, you know, he said the contract that he had with Jaguar was a bit wishy-washy. So I suppose there was an easy get-out-of-clause term uh, for Jaguar or him. Like, you know, the, the contract wasn't solid, if that makes sense. Like, it, it didn't have to run through a whole set of seasons, if that makes sense. That's what I'm assuming from that. That's because he then left after that race in Mexico. So it was sort of 
and sort of an impulse get out. Jaguar at that time, he said, weren't in the best position. So, you know, it probably, you know, ref- for him on reflecting on that, it was probably not the best decision for him to, to leave uh, Neo and go to Jaguar. Maybe. I, I think it was Sanya was the last one, not Mexico, although he crashed in both. So I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're confused. Right. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I guess it's easy to sort of look back in hindsight and say, oh, he might still be in there. I remember Luca Felipe ended up in um, the seat that uh, PK Vacaven had a really difficult season, only getting like one point in the first race of the season and struggling thereafter. So I, I'm not sure it's guaranteed that he would have had um, a better time, at, you know, especially given um, how uncompetitive they were. I think he would still have got fed up and... Uh, it's interesting because um, you mentioned the front row lockout at Hong Kong uh, quite soon after that unfortunately the um, team principal of uh, Neo, next to Neo Martin Leach unfortunately passed away and Turby talked about that in his um, in the interview with him as a sort of really kind of sad moment where the team sort of uh, uh, really needed cheering up and ended up sort of having to pull together out to get out of that and um, it's interesting that sort of Turby Turby's performances from then on seem to really improve, whereas PK's uh, seem to tail off a little bit in terms of driving for Neo. So I do wonder if maybe it, it's something that made Turby feel more loyal to the team, but maybe for Nelson PK Jr., one of the guys who was, you know, running the team when he was like, winning the World Championship is gone, and maybe that's part of, unfortunately, the reason why he wasn't so keen on staying in the Jaguar that came along, maybe the right time for him to be tempted into going for it. And, it's a shame in a way that didn't work out because it started off so promisingly too when you got yeah. um, like fifth in the championship early in season four. No third, wasn't it? Was third. Um, so for, for me, you know, what I, the two things that came out of the interview, which I would have liked to, if, if I was there or if, if I was doing it, I would have wanted to follow up on, was probably talk about Dr. Martin Leach and see if that had any impact on, on that decision because that was what was going on at that time. And why he left Jaguar, because that was sort of left unsaid, basically, because obviously he talked about the wishy-washiness of the, um, of the contract, but it didn't, he didn't really explain how he left Jaguar. It was just, you know, well, you left Jaguar. And well, things changed, Jack. <laughs> yeah, I know things changed, but why? 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 That's why know, things, things just change. That's all you're going to get from it. <laughs> um, so I want to know basically why. You know, he he decided to leave Jaguar. What, what was the situation that came at that point? Was it, you know, a breakdown? Was it the team? Was it him? Uh, that was the only sort of thing when I was watching that, listening to that part of the interview. That I was like, oh, I really want to know what happened there. Um, but apart from that, it was a great interview by Katie Furman and I uh, really appreciate it. And obviously it's given us something to talk about. Uh, in terms of things. But one thing which he did do, which I just want to make a reference to, Jack, is he, he fueled Oliver Turvey going to Jaguar. And I'm not saying he's saying Oliver Turvey's going to Jack. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. Not one bit. But what he said was, and which is what we talked about way at the beginning, like episode one or two of um, the FEZ show, was where should Oliver Turvey go? Because he's, you know, he's pitched as the most underrated driver. He's told us a reason why he stayed at Neo for so long, which is the loyalty. And, you know, PK in the, that interview with Inside Electric basically said, you know, him and Mitch Evans would be a really good pairing at Jaguar. And I thought, that's interesting. He says he's still good friends with Oliver Turvey, so I don't know if he's talking to Oliver Turvey at all. Might not be. But he said he's really good friends with him. But I just thought it was interesting that even Nelson Piquet Jr. is saying, you know, Turvey needs to get out, get into that Jaguar, and actually, you know, 
do want to actually be one of the best drivers in Formula E and actually because he believes he is one of the best drivers in Formula E, PK, in terms of Turvey, Jack, and he thinks if he puts him in that Jaguar seat, he'll thrive. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think we've seen flashes of brilliance from Oliver Turvey over the years in the Neo. However, he hasn't had a proper car to to just to just get in, drive it, and fit and, and 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 get that win that eludes him. He's he's the person who's had the most races uh, without a win in the series. So so yeah, I I think. Um, I think he will need to be in a different car if he if Oliver Turvey wants to win a race. However, he he did say in his interview to us a few weeks ago that the reason why he is staying with Neo is because he feels loyal to the team. Um, so, yeah, and yeah, and I don't think the whole and I don't think Neo will change overnight in terms of their pace. Um, but if he were in that Jaguar instead of James Collado, um, I uh, and with with all due respect to James Collado, he is a fantastic driver, but he he's only done five races. He's still learning, um, and 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 I think with James Collado, I think that will he will learn more and more and more over the over the rest of the races when they resume, and then possibly into season seven as well. With Oliver Turvey, you would have got the first race, and he would have bam on uh, a top five, and then. And, and and then more and more like that because the thing is we have the, we have seen him do fantastic things with the neo especially this year we saw him get into super pole in santiago and he also finished in the points in diria until he got disqualified so oh so with, so with oliver turvey the talent really is there he is one of the best drivers on the grid but the equipment there isn't there for him yeah and that's the problem and that's yeah, from doing that interview with him because i spoke to him and I'm not saying the loyalty was running out, but you could tell in his voice a little bit that, you know, how long can you put up with it? And is it the same team? Is it the same team? That's my question. Now, obviously, the management changes, being with this Shanghai company race team that it is now, you know, is it the same team that he once joined? And, you know, you're being loyal to, to, to what now? if that makes sense. It's not the same team. So maybe, you know, we might see Turvey sort of, you know, start looking for for a way out, if that makes sense, in the future, Ed. Yeah, there's still a lot of the same people um, that worked at Neo, still working at Neo 333, though. I thought it was interesting that PK, who was basically him and Jago are part of company, is now basically saying, oh, you know who Jago should hire? They should hire Oliver Turvey, uh, if they were, well, you know, sort of hinting at that. And it sort of reminds me of, um, I don't know, you, get, you split with your girlfriend and then you sort of recommending it, her to your best mate. I don't know. It seems a bit weird to me. <laughs> but, well, um, I suppose he can... I suppose it's probably a bit different to that, but I get your point. Um, but I, I think, obviously, I think Oliver Turvey deserves a car that, you know, can fight for race wins because obviously absolutely. that's what Jevons is doing. And, and Turvey deserves that. And I think he's, you know, as I said at the beginning of the FEZ show in the first couple of episodes, he will be forgotten. Like, if he if he stays at Neo, he'll just become a one team man. And you know, if Neo were to go collapse, and you know, someone's taken a chance, let's say, you know, Jaguar have taken a chance on James Collado, and you know, he's only done five six races, and they're like, you know what, we like him, we want to give him another shot. Shot. Turvey and other teams might be similar, and therefore he's missed his opportunity, and then he's out of the sport. A bit like Nelson Piquet Jr. is. Nelson Piquet Jr. could probably walk into most Formula E teams. Um, and James Collado, funny enough, has a very similar kind of background and history to Oliver Terry. They were both in 
Racing Stets Foundation. They were both in GP2 and they didn't quite make it to Formula 1. Then they both went to World Endurance. So they are, they are kind of similar. Obviously, Ricardo not got anywhere near the same experience as Terry. But yeah, I see a lot of similarities between the two. Yeah, so it, obviously it's very interesting. I just thought that was very interesting that um, Nelson Piquet Jr. Uh, said that. So what I want to move on to now, boys, is and we go green. Now, why am I talking about and we go green? Well, one reason. It was aired last night, but did you know? Did you know that it was aired last night? Probably not. I didn't until this morning. Uh, because it was aired in, on French TV, Canal Plus, uh, I think about, well, I didn't know that this morning, that's a lie. I knew about nine o'clock, eight o'clock, half eight last night that it was aired. But because people who were, had watched it were talking about it. And I was like, oh my God, it's been aired. But it was aired on French TV, Canal Plus, and it must have also gone over uh, Swiss TV because people in Germany like Tobias, who we've had on the show, from E4MLD, he also saw it. He said he saw it on Swiss TV and it was shown on Canal Plus. But I can't believe, and basically what we're going to talk about is Effie's marketing, basically. Because obviously, I don't know when it's going to be shown in England. And obviously, there's a huge audience I want to see in England. And once we see that film, we are dissecting it and having a look at it and reminiscing about it. If we get a chance to do this before everything goes back to normal, if it is going to come out in the next couple of weeks in the UK. But maybe if it doesn't come out in the next couple of weeks, we will do a special show where we dissect the the film. Um, But I can't believe that it's aired for the first time to the public. And Formula Re, Jack, decided you know, we ain't going to mention anything about it. No tweet, no marketing, nothing. Absolutely nothing. I can't believe that. I got a French email about 10 o'clock yesterday morning saying about it. But yeah, so, so sorry, I didn't let you know. But um, uh, but yeah, no, I, th- I I think it's fantastic that, that it's been aired. When we had uh, Toby on the show a, cu- a couple of weeks ago, he said that it that it's coming it's soon. I didn't realise it would be this soon. Um, and on French TV, basically exclusively. Um, I'd love it to be over here in the UK next. So um, Formula E, if you're watching, you know what to do. Um, uh, yeah, and so stick it as, I mean, like, stick it on like BBC Red Button where you stick all the Formula E stuff anyways. I mean, uh, that, that, that'd that be grand. Um, or just, yeah, just put it, yeah, just put it somewhere so like people all around the world can watch it. Give it to the broadcasters who broadcast Formula E or or take it to or, or or just put it on your youtube and just watch it there yeah so i was looking at the imdb whatever it is that you check for films and it comes up as a french film so maybe that's why i'm not saying that films in french but it comes up like french so it might have been in french but um go on jack yeah the um well basically from some screenshots i saw last night they had some french subtitles up so i think it's basically people speaking in english um, yeah so but so, obviously yeah, they put sure. they've put french that's what i because i saw so i thought maybe Ed, that's why you know it was aired in france first because it said like you know and we go green and then in brackets it said french so i was like all right it makes sense maybe that's the deal that they've cut that they you know is going to be shown in france first and you know i was as i said i was speaking like how can i watch how can i watch it and they're like we're well, gonna have to find a pirate and i was like man there's and no, learn French. There's, and learn <laughs> French, yeah, and learn French. Um, but I was like, man, where am I going to find a pirate? It's not like, you know, the old days where you could go down the pub and someone was selling a DVD for 50p of And We Go Green. <laughs> like, um, you know, I was like... We're how old are you? <laughs> how, how old am I? That's, That's that a very loaded happening. question, Pico. Yeah, how old am I? That was, that was happening a lot. Like, um, 
that's probably how we got most of our DVDs, to be honest and, with you, when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. But yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Where am I going to get a pirate? I can't go down to the pub and buy something. Someone just comes around, hey, you want DVD? Uh, and you heard of this little thing called the internet, Jack. Well, I look, the thing is, the thing is, right, I've looked up, so I did start looking, but then you get dodgy websites, right? So I found this dodgy website. I said, you can watch Energy Go Green, right? But then I sort of looked up the website. I was like, it's a scam. You know, they could sell all your details to XXX. And, you know, you're just like, there's no, there's no much point in, in, in risking all of that sort of information. Just Create to watch a fake Energy email, sorted, Bosh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You could do that. But if you have to verify, then you're a bit you're a bit rubbish but then you have to actually create an email so but so i didn't do it so i'm I'm gonna go legit and wait for it to come out at some point ed yeah i think i'm probably only gonna end up doing the same uh, it aired at cans uh, over a year ago i think uh, because i remember pk jr i think just after he was sacked in season five still went to the premiere yeah that uh, was the, yeah, the premiere of the film and yeah. um yeah since we're about pk jr bizarrely in this segment um and yeah, it's it's a little annoying. I guess formerly in their Twitter feeds and so etc. It's very um, it's very English language speaking centric. So maybe maybe that's why they just neglected to mention that it was airing on French TV. But you're right because it, it, it's it was such a big deal for them when it aired at Cannes. You would think they would still you know at least give it a mention somewhere yeah, other than just an email that uh, you have to be subscribed to to get as well. Like, and that's you know we we talked about it a couple of days ago in terms of you know Formula E you know, marketing the race at home challenge and, you know, only a couple of tweets about it. And, you know, Daniel Lapp taking the mick out of them for having more viewers on his channel than the actual Formula E Twitch channel. And you think, so he's like, you need to do some more social media. And, and, and then you have this, you have your whole, this, your big thing, a huge film made about Formula E and it airs for the first time on public TV. For me, Formula E is a global brand. It has French fans. We have French drivers. We have a double Absolutely, French yeah. champion. And you're not tweeting about it. You're not telling the world, you can watch this tonight. Tonight, Canal Plus. Do, 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 Formula E, season four, and we go green. It should have been plastered. It should have been plastered days ago. It should have been a proper campaign to, to you know, tell fans that you know, we're coming and then to let fans know when they can watch it in their different countries, when it's going to come out. But they didn't do that. And for me, I think that's poor. And, I, you know, we're, I'm holding FEA again account, accountable, but that's what we've got to do. I was shocked, you know, to find out that their film's aired and they've not done absolutely anything about it. Um, so we'll sort of leave that because we've only got about five minutes left and I want to move on to our final segment, which is YouTube questions and our youtube question comes from bob actually and is it something that we've talked about a while ago and he says jack should formula e encourage drivers from other categories to race in the race at home challenge yes that's 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 all i need to say just yes um i think <laughs> that's uh, all folks. i think yeah i think it would be uh I, yeah i think it'd be a fantastic idea um Try, try and get people involved. They've taken Verstappen over to over supercars. Uh, Norris has done IndyCar. I mean, just get someone. Just get someone in. I mean, yeah. Just on the um, on the uh, uh, on the challenge grid, they have like um, so they have the ten that pre-qualified from from the previous race. Eight auto, uh, eight qualifiers from the from from, from the week run-up, and then they have the final six spot. 
reserved for people like Charlie Martin and Alex Lynn, who have done it, uh, who have done it the last few weeks. And then also some few other people. I think Mike Channel was one of them as well. Still don't know who he is. Um, but but yeah, I yeah, but uh, but yeah, maybe just like entice some people over just to do it. And the thing is, if if it if you get a nice over Stappen in, who knows who knows the game, then it's they're, they're not going to be eliminated in the first fifty seconds. So they 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 will go a lot further into the race. And who knows, they might even automatically qualify for the next one as well. So Jack, what I was thinking was actually what we were discussing a few days ago in terms of you put the Formula E drivers in, in the actual driver race or the, the other category drivers, I mean, sorry. So you put the Lando Norris, your Max Verstappen's, your IndyCar driver, your wet driver, your whoever in that category and add like an extra spot or two, because at the same time, you want to see them race against racing drivers because they are racing drivers, Ed. You don't want them to see them racing against sim racers and you want to see how far they can do and maybe add a car or two and, and create a buzz and market it, which again, going back to the marketing question, Ed, you know, formerly haven't really done. No, it's it's a little bit of a shame, and I think Danny Lapp was right to um call them out in terms of <laughs> I'm I'm doing all the work, and you guys are just sort of not getting anything out of it. And it's sort of he's sort of showing what they what, what they could do if they put a bit more. I don't want to say effort because I don't want to be unkind, but I think maybe if they marketed a bit more effectively and better, I think that's that's if I was going to be constructive, that's what I would say. And I think part of that also getting a getting a big someone like Orlando Norris or. A, experience from outside of the world of formerly would be a good idea i think the only way if the format they've got at the moment the only way they could fit me in is in the challenge race so i can't see any of the formerly drivers standing aside unless sam bird's connection craps out again but he seems to have got that sort of but the thing is they can add more cars so for me if they put lando norris let's say lando norris for example lando norris came or or let's say the drivers the legends that are in the race the in the race uh, in the race challenge that's the one i was going to say the race trophy whatever it's called um you know, if they put them in the challenge race, I'd be like, what, what on earth are you doing? I don't want to see Jan Magnussen, Emmanuel Piero, even Dario Franchitti, like, stop him from commentating and put him in the race. Um, do both. You know, I'm sure Dario can do it. Um, yeah, yeah, do both, right? Put him in the race. Put him in the race with the drivers. I don't want to see him go up against sim racers. I'm not interested in that. I want to see him go up against Jean-Eric Verne. So for me, like, and you only have to do is add two cars. You can just use the, the default, Formula E Gen 2 card, so they don't actually have to race. It might mess with the elimination format, so any problem there. Uh, but then, so oh well. yeah, so oh well, oh well. well, who cares? You've got a Formula One driver racing in the thing, you've got Absolutely. some legends who, who's racing in the thing. This is why the elimination format has come to the criticism that it has come because it, it makes you so limited, you can't just add and have as many drivers as you want um, in the race or have special guests because you're, you're messing with the format. I think Formula really, again, on a marketing theme, missed a massive opportunity to, to really skyrocket the championship and really move the thing forward um, in, terms of, in terms of publicity. But they, they decided not to do that. But boys, we come to the end of the 25th show of the FEZ show. Thank you so much for coming on. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. Um, remember, if you're liking the content, you can hit that like and subscribe button. It really helps us out. Remember the Discord link below hit that come talk to us about Formula E if you you know disagree about something we said or agree with something we said let us know we're more than interested to talk to you we absolutely love the community that's there everyone's great so come along and join we will see you tomorrow for another edition of the FEZ show goodbye